Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now. First at four. At first at four, Honolulu's mayor unveiled his budget for the upcoming fiscal year. Surprisingly, he is looking at spending less on affordable housing. But there's a reason for that. Lynn Kawano explains. The proposed budget for the next fiscal year was delivered to the clerk's office at Honolulu Hale Friday afternoon. Hundreds of pages that detail where the billions of dollars will be spent. The total requests $3.63 billion in operating costs. That's up from $3.41 billion the previous year. And $919 million for the Capital Improvement Program budget, which is down from a year ago by $421 million. The mayor says affordable housing is still his priority, even though some of that budget shrank. Mayor Rick Blangiardi said that's because the city is looking to state funds to help with mixed-use properties to provide for lower-income families, especially in the Ivala area. And so we are right now across the street at the legislature with some three different bills getting laws changed that would allow us to build mixed-use. Other priorities include homeless initiatives, new city buses and handy van vehicles, and public safety, which includes more money for HPD, HFD, EMS, and ocean safety. A budget contingency of 80 million is being set aside for hazard pay settlements with first responders who worked during the pandemic. Maui County and several other agencies have settled with unions to provide back pay during COVID. I don't have a number in mind right now. We're in, we're in serious conversations. We're hoping that that number will do. Um, it took a lot to get that done. And so we'll just, we'll go from there. The proposed budget now goes to the council for review and revisions. The fiscal year begins in July. I'm Lynn Kawano, Hawaii News Now. Thank you very much, Lynn. Eight people are now displaced tonight following a house fire in Eva Beach. Just after nine this morning, smoke and flames were coming from the two-story house on Ho'opio Street, just off of Renton Road. Nobody was hurt. The Red Cross was called to help the people who lived there. HFD is investigating the cause of the blaze. Honolulu police have arrested a man who allegedly pushed someone into the path of a moving bus. The suspect is a man in his 20s and faces an attempted murder charge. The incident happened on Piikoi Street near Alamoana Center on Wednesday. The victim was rushed to the hospital in serious condition. Big Island police have ruled out foul play in the death of Kala'i Reyes Kanekoa of Ke'ao. She had reportedly fallen off the sea cliff in waters off Hawaiian Paradise Park and drowned on February 18th. Police say they interviewed her boyfriend and other witnesses. They also say surveillance video from a nearby home does not show any indication of foul play. We've learned the passenger who was injured after a tour helicopter made an emergency landing on Kauai has been released from the hospital. The helicopter belonged to Jack Harder Helicopters and was carrying a pilot and four passengers when it went down earlier this week on the Napali coast. The company says it's committed to the health and safety of its passengers, crew and community and is cooperating fully with federal and state agencies. Well, in California, up to 12 feet of snow could fall over the weekend in the Sierra Nevada, which is under a rare blizzard warning. Wind gusts could reach 100 miles an hour. Carter Evans has the latest. California's eastern Sierra looks like a scene in a snow globe. This is uh, what we needed. 
So we're excited. Hopefully it continues all March. While snow is falling at a rate of up to five inches an hour in some places, that's not the immediate danger. In the mountaintops, they've already measured some wind gusts at 135 miles per hour. So that is the big concern here. The wind, could it blow down power lines? Could it blow down trees, knock out power? trap people in their homes. We're looking at two, potentially three days of these very high wind speeds that are going to be blowing the snow around and making conditions outside very dangerous. That also impacts driving and chains are now required on Interstate 80 between Sacramento and Reno. The wind can pick up kind of unannounced. It can really make the roadway literally disappear in front of your eyes. Y'all stocked up? Residents are being urged to hunker down until the storm passes. We definitely are way busier and everyone's stocking up on staples and you know, basically planning on having enough food for the whole weekend. In Lake Tahoe, 18 inches of fresh powder fell overnight. This is as good as it gets. I'm from the East Coast originally, so they measure snow in inches, not feet out there. This is a pretty special storm. Forecasters say blizzard-like conditions won't taper off until Sunday, providing a winter wonderland for those who love the snow. Carter Evans, Truckee, California. And we'll give you a live look outside at South Lake Tahoe in California. Very popular destination for visitors and ski resorts there have closed because of those blizzard conditions. Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins has your forecast. How's it, Jen? And we're going to be seeing about a 300 mile stretch over the Sierra Nevadas where there are going to be under a blizzard warning. So incredible when you see how cold this air is and the Arctic air, the circulation that you can actually see coming in from Canada and that's whipping up all that moisture towards Sierra Nevada. So we'll be watching that into the evening. We could be seeing heavy snow continue throughout the entire weekend with that storm system in place. Back here at home, mellow weather, but we are going to be tracking maybe the threat of a thunderstorm or two Monday into Tuesday. Right now, nothing too major. A small craft advisory is up, and we're going to see that up through Saturday. Also, surf will be up. There's our version of winter here in Hawaii, May, and that's coming in from the northwest. I'll break down that forecast for you coming up in a little bit. Let's first check in with Jonathan and first start traffic. Well, happy Aloha Friday, and traffic is moving pretty busy, as you can expect on Aloha Friday. Let's go to our flow maps to kind of tell you what you can expect right now. First of all, in town, we do have a report of an accident in Baratania and Punchbowl, a busy area, so be aware of that if you're heading into that area. And next, we have a report of an accident. This is at the Kamehameha Highway and Macomb Road. Getting out of the town, though, look at this. It's getting a little bit red right in front of the H1 and the Monolua Freeway merge right there. And then it gets a little bit better as you make your way into Pearl City. And down into the Everplane, we do have one report of an accident at Fort Weaver Road and Aikai Road. So right now, drive times look like this on your Aloha Friday. Downtown to Mililani, about 48 minutes. The same to Kapolei to get to Nana Kuli. Take you about 70 minutes. First of our traffic on this little Friday. Mark, over to you. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Well, take a look at this. A terrifying truck accident in Louisville, Kentucky, led to a dramatic rescue. A tractor trailer with the driver inside was left dangling over the Ohio River after it smashed through a guardrail. A rescue crew set up a rope system, and a firefighter rappelled down to the stranded driver, then lifted them both to safety. Thank God. That's what she kept saying. Thank God. And I, I told her, I said, just take a deep breath. And then here's what I need you to do, because I needed her to assist in, you know, moving certain ways to be able to get the harness on right. And once we did that, we got her free of the seatbelt and uh, she was on my system. So I knew that we were good from there. They train for this type of stuff all the time. And you saw that these were some serious heroes here. Police are investigating the crash. 
The city breaks ground on a new half a billion dollar wastewater treatment plant in Evo Beach. That's ahead on First at Four. Howard. Some major reinventing of downtown Honolulu is going on, and a local woman is doing it. I'll explain. The Dow gained over 100 points today. NASDAQ rose closer to 200. You're getting your news first at 4, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. City leaders celebrated the start of an over half a billion dollar wastewater treatment project in Eva Beach. Kahu Wendell Davis led today's groundbreaking ceremony for the new $517 million Honoulu'uli plant. Officials call it a major upgrade long overdue as the site has been operating since the 1970s. The overhaul includes installation of state-of-the-art efficient electrical and mechanical systems with the hope of using biogas to meet energy needs. We want to have uh, processes that are modern, the latest technology, that are the easiest to operate, use the least amount of energy, and in this case, actually, we're going to be producing energy, which is really important for the long term. Construction is expected to last six years and broken up into three phases. We now have two major development projects in downtown Honolulu, and both of them will replace commercial space with housing. Howard Dykus joins us live with more. Howard. Mark Avalon Group bought Davies Pacific Center to convert most of its office space to residential. By itself, this might have been seen as a one-off solution to an office slump. But now Avalon has also spent $38 million buying the building that used to house the downtown Macy's and then a Walmart. CEO Christine Camp says the plan is similar, some commercial uses, but mostly residential. Ironically, adding all this housing means downtown might one day actually be able to support a Walmart or even a Macy's. Jelani will have more details at 4.30. Local business accelerator Mana Up does a new partnership with DFS. It'll have special access to new local products in Waikiki, but also at DFS shops in Honolulu and Kahului airports. Local keiki clothing retailer Sweet Honey Hawaii opens a third location. It's at the Outrigger Reef. The other stores are at Kamakana Ali'i Mall and a pop-up at Ward Village. Back to you. Have a wonderful weekend, Howard. Thank you. Artificial intelligence is changing the world of technology. Bradley Blackburn shows us how tech companies are incorporating AI more and more. Robotic surgery has been around for years, but doesn't give surgeons the same feel as a hands-on operation. That may be changing. This robot uses artificial intelligence to send sensory feedback to the hand devices so surgeons can feel when they're touching tissue. It's just one of many AI products on display at the Mobile World Congress Tech Show in Barcelona. This smartwatch from DoublePoint connects to your device and allows you to use your fingers like a mouse to navigate through apps. Every time you tap your fingers, there's a certain vibration that occurs. And that we can pick up with the sensors that are already in our smartwatches. What is the population of Barcelona? The company Humane is selling a $700 AI pin that's operated with your voice. Barcelona is approximately 1.609 million people. The device can also project information to your hand and allows you to scroll with your finger movements. AI is all the buzz right now, but some experts say too much too soon could come with a backlash. And this is a risk because from a consumer perspective, if a lot of these brands that you see around us are just throwing AI in as buzzwords, 
it risks becoming increasingly meaningless because AI doesn't mean a lot to consumers. It's what it actually enables. Right now, it enables this Lenovo laptop to create a transparent display. On this phone, it can turn text commands into a picture instantly. Analysts believe this is just the beginning and AI will eventually transform technology. Bradley Blackburn, Hawaii News Now. More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. Longtime urban Honolulu lawmaker Bert Kobayashi announces his retirement and the reason behind his decision to leave office. Applications are now being accepted for the One Ohana Fund for families impacted by the Maui wildfire disaster. And as the Valley Isle faces a housing shortage following the fires, a breakdown of the support services available for survivors at 4.30. Stick with us here at Aloha Friday Drive and weekend forecast around the corner. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.